Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the RTVS podcast. I'm Anna Feeney, a member of the communications team here at the college, and today we're actually at the Royal Institute of British Architects for RCVS Day, our annual general meeting and award ceremony. I'm also joined by one of our actual award winners, Alama Hayu Mariam, who's one of the winners of this year's RCVS in International Awards and lead of the Brook Ethiopia Animal Health Program. Congratulations. Thank you, Anna, for having me, and thank you for RCVS. So you're here, obviously, as the lead of the Brook Ethiopia Animal Health Program. Can you tell us a bit about the Brook and the work it does? Well, the Brook is uh, an animal welfare charity uh, helping uh, horses, donkeys and mules worldwide. And uh, Brook Ethiopia is uh, a branch of the Brook Hospital of Brook Hospital uh, Animals uh, from UK. And uh, we are uh, fulfilling the mission and vision of the Brook uh, in Ethiopia by working closely with uh, equine owners, users, communities in general, and uh, uh, service providers, so that uh, we create the motivation, the energy, the capability, uh, the opportunities to pursue improved animal welfare practices throughout uh, the places we work and uh, we are reaching uh, hundreds of thousands of uh, equines annually through to meet these objectives of the brook in Ethiopia. And you actually grew up in Ethiopia before moving to Cuba for a while and then coming back to qualify as a vet. So was there anything about growing up in Ethiopia that made you want to be a vet from a young age or was that decided later? Sure, 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 sure. Uh, my grandparents uh, owned animals and especially equines. And uh, I was also naturally uh, really uh, lucky and endowed to love animals since uh, I was uh, a young, at young age. And I think that was what driven me to pursue and attend veterinary uh, education so that I could be closely working with, with animals. Honestly, I was a great student uh, and uh, I could have enjoyed other professions. I could have been, for example, uh, attended uh, medicine and treat human beings. But otherwise, I chose this sector and uh, I did it and uh, I was uh, looking where uh, I was fitting. And at the end of the day, uh, I'm here after graduating uh, in the brook where I could pursue uh, my visions, which have been embedded for years and years before. So you say that you could have pursued medicine, but chose veterinary medicine specifically. What made you decide to work with animals rather than humans? Yeah, because I love animals mm. i love it uh, well it, it is inside my heart about animals and especially uh, equines and even uh, during my thesis uh, time i had no idea of book or other uh, organizations working in equines there were little studies uh, talking about uh, horses donkeys and mules in ethiopia and I think it was in 1994-95 I did my thesis paper on, on equines, which, uh, which, which really uh, indicates that uh, I was really impressed and looking forward to work with these animals since that time. And you've worked in a whole range of roles with animals before joining the brook. I mean, you were—you worked within the regional government agricultural office. You were the head of an abattoir, head of a veterinary pharmaceuticals with, gener uh, with general chemicals. So how does your training as a vet prepare you for all these different kind of roles? Yeah. You know, as I've told you, I was looking myself uh, through all, all these uh, mirrors. 
and initially uh, I went to practice my profession as a clinician in one of the remotest regions in Ethiopia where I stayed a little bit settled because I was passing through various progressions ending up regional uh, re ending up managing the regional animal health team as a whole where there were uh, over hundreds of animal health workers at that time and then while looking myself uh, I was routinely changing places then I came back in Addis Ababa uh, working in the largest abattoir for some 11 months and then came back to a pharmaceutical company uh, importing, registering various drugs. And then I went to the pastoralist areas to work with uh, pastoralist communities and livestock. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, I'm here. I was looking myself and now I'm settled at least in the brook where uh, I was uh, fulfilling my dreams uh, and where I'm really, really happy to be in the brook. Yeah, and it, I mean, now you've worked in so many different roles within Ethiopia and in for quite a while now with animal welfare. Have you seen many changes with regard to the approach to animal welfare? Yes, animal welfare concept, you know, was uh, quite remote to our uh, communities, uh, our animal health providers. You know, it was a new concept, so we have to get it through. Uh, the, the the systems and uh, it had been uh, initially a challenge but definitely it has a very high buy-in and stake by all stakeholders and we're working to improve the lives of these animals by working directly with community service providers like animal health providers, farriers, feed sellers, cart, cart makers uh, and, 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 and so forth. So uh, when we started, there was lots of problems in some of the districts with regard to the health, at the same time management aspects. And we were uh, looking for various intervention models, ways of working to change uh, the practice of uh, care uh, by providing basic training to animal owners and users to improve uh, the husbandry management practice in one in one aspect and through other aspects we were improving the knowledge and the skill basis of animal health providers uh, providing clinical materials and tools and also establishing drug and vaccine revolving fund into the system so we were creating a system that can function to help and improve the lives of these animals uh, for the last 10 years in Ethiopia. And in all that time, is there any kind of particular case that really sticks out in your mind that you kind of draw on for inspiration? Well, I faced uh, a number, a number of uh, cases. I remember one of the cases was I was uh, traveling from Addis to toward this uh, south, and uh, I was uh, looking um, a donkey with her fall. Uh, rolling uh, because of uh, colic and a disturbed and a worried owner was standing and looking uh, at that animal. Unfortunately I was uh, in the brook vehicle and we were carrying some, some uh, emergency uh, medicines and tools so uh, our brave driver stopped immediately and it was really uh, an acute uh, painful colic so we needed to intervene and at that time we didn't have uh, great pain relief uh, in Ethiopia to relieve the pain 
So I was trying to help the animal uh, by providing human pain relief, like, uh, which are not in fact recommended for animals. It was a diclofenac. I tried a lot and I tried to provide uh, intubation, uh, nasogastric tube, and uh, provide more fluids to the animal. But it was a very serious and, and um, complicated uh, colic and uh, that animal uh, passed away in front of me. That really, really, really made me very mad and think about uh, pain relief. And that is where that was uh, implemented in my mind. And because I knew I have been working in pharmaceutical companies and I knew the ways of in and out how to uh, register the drugs, I started working uh, to initiate the registration of some pain reliefs into the Ethiopia uh, program because pain reliefs can improve uh, the health outcomes and quality of services. And that triggered me uh, to come forward and push pharmaceutical, some pharmaceutical companies to get attracted uh, and register these drugs. And it took me some uh, three years to lobby because equines not, doesn't normally get the basic services. And uh, asking these pharmaceutical companies to register for some pain relief, they don't see it as profitable. But I have to make a case, encourage them, motivate them, even go uh, and, and, uh, to, 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 towards them and pay some of the registration fees through the Brook Funders so that they can be motivated and that took took me about three years to ensure that uh, phenylbutazone a great uh, pain relief uh, to get registered into the Ethiopian market this is one of the things that make me proud and that and the days of that uh, donkey while the fall standing there really made me feel uncomfortable for a long time but that resulted me uh, in toward this registering of this pain relief. Encouraged by the registration of this pain relief, now I'm working for the registration of multi-species pain reliefs like uh, flanixin, meloxicam, which are, which are on the way now through registration. So I'm working toward that to create better conditions for these animals to be healthy, happier, and relieved from uh, painful conditions. It's amazing how you're able to turn that experience into something so positive. I mean, how did it feel when you heard that you had won the international award? Wow, initially I couldn't believe that. And uh, I didn't uh, expect this thing because an email came saying to me that you have been uh, selected and nominated for this uh, award. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, one thing I should be telling you, Anna, is it is, it is a teamwork that brought me uh, to stand here. Uh, so I would like to congratulate uh, my teams from here in the UK and in Ethiopia that provided me the space to pursue my dreams and be here uh, to stand in front of uh, all these uh, audiences honored. So I would like uh, to, to, to say them thank you. And uh, I would like also to thank the RCBS for uh, appraising and nominating me for this honor uh, to motivate uh, someone uh, far from the borders of the UK when they would have been essentially uh, able to choose someone uh, that we might have contributed better than me. This will always uh, impress me. I would like to thank uh, the global, the Brook Global Animal Health Senior Manager, Dr. Clara, 
uh, who nominated me uh, for this uh, honor and award uh, and uh, she has been uh, also uh, working closely with me and she knows uh, closely my program and she has been also uh, giving me all the support my program needs through her colleagues in the UK. So I'm proud, I'm very much proud of my team success, this is a team success, Anna. It sounds so, like, yeah, it really has been a team effort, but congratulations Thank and you, so Anna. much luck with all your work Thank going you. forward.